after praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and sending the salutation upon the Messenger alayhi salatu wasalam and upon his family, his companions and upon all those who follow upon his guidance into the establishment of the last day. To proceed, Ikhwan, Allahumma inna na'udhu bika min ilmin la yanfa' wa min qalbin la yakhsha' ومن نفس لا تشبع ومن دعاء لا يسمع verily Allah we seek refuge with you from knowledge that has no benefit and from a heart that has no fear and from a soul that has no satisfaction nor contentment and from a dua that goes unanswered and from a dua that goes unanswered to proceed ikhwan fanawasilu ma'akum fi hadhal yawm al-mubarak awnan min ar-rahman ar-rahim so we continue in this blessed and noble night of ours seeking the aid and the assistance of our lord the most merciful and the most compassionate musafidina muta'allimina ma'a fadilat al-shaykh al-imam shaykh al-islam muhammad ibn abdul wahab rahimahullah ta'ala rahimahullah so we continue to learn and derive benefit from the noble Imam Sheikh Muhammad Ibn Abdul Wahab Al-Tamimi. May Allah have mercy upon him. Min kitabihi usul al-thalatha. Usul al-thalatha. As a reading from his book, The Three Principles. Fa-bada'na fi juzin jadid. من قوله إعلم أرشدك الله لطاعته. So we have continued from the second part of the book, I believe, almost the middle part of the book, where he says, No, أرشدك الله لطاعته. May Allah guide you to His obedience. إلى الآية في السورة طيب. الآية في سورة الذاريات. All the way to the verse that comes in Surah Al-Dhariyat. فَمَنْ حَفِظَ وَيُرِيدَ أَنْ يَقْرَأْ فَلْيَقْرَأْ So who memorize from I'lam to the ayah and surah to that yet that wants to recite, let them recite. يَشْمَنْتَ اللَّهَ حَفِظْتَ You memorize? رحمك الله أنه يجب تعلم أربع مسائل الأولى العلم وهو معرفة الله ومعرفة نبيه ومعرفة الدين الدين بالأدلة دين الإسلامي الإسلامي بالأدلة الثاني عمل به الثالث دعوة إليه الرابع صبر أذى وأذى فيه الدليل قوله تعالى 
قالوا سبحانه وتعالى بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والعصر إن الإنسان لفي خسر إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات وتواسوا بالحق وتواسوا بالصبر قال الإمام شافي لو أنزل الله سبحانه وتعالى في خلقه حجة في الخلق لغير إلا هذه السورة لكفتها قال الإمام بخاري باب العلم قبل القول والعمل والدليله والدليله قوله تعالى فاعلم فاعلم أن فاعلم أن الله أن فاعلم أنه لا فاعلم أنه لا إله إلا إلا الله إلا الله فاستغفر استغفر بذنب سورة محمد محمد اعلم فبدأ لا بس أحسنت أحسنت ما لابلس وجميعكم من أولى بي أخوان ومن بعده أن يغنوس أخوان أراد أن يقرأ ونصب سعيد تفضل قال شيخ الإسلام إمام محمد بن عبد الله محمد بن عبد الوهاب رحمه الله تعالى اعلم رحمك الله أنه أنه يجب علينا تعلم أربع أربع مسائل الأولى العلم هو معرفة الله ومعرفة النبي ومعرفة الدين الإسلامي بالأدلة الثانية العمل به الثالثة الدعوة إليه الرابعة الصبر على الأذى فيه والدليل قوله تعالى بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والعصر إن الإنسان لفي خصر إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات وتواصوا بالحق وتواصوا بالصبر سورة العصر قال الشافعي رحمه الله تعالى لو ما أنزل الله حجة على خلقه إلا هذه السورة لكفتهم وقال وقال البخاري رحمه الله تعالى باب العلم قبل القول والعمل والدليل قوله تعالى فاعلم أنه لا إله إلا الله واستغفر لذنبك الآية ومحمد فبدأ الخلق فبدأ العلم قبل القول والعمل اعلم رحمك الله أنه يجب على كل مسلم ومسلمة تعلم هذه المسائل ثلاثة والعمل بهن الأولى أن الله خلقنا ورزقنا ولم يتركنا هملا بل أرسل إلينا رسولا فمن عطاه فمن عطاه دخل الجنة ومن عصاه دخل النار والدليل قوله تعالى إن أرسلنا إليكم رسولا شاهدا عليكم كما أرسلنا إلى فرعون رسولا فعصى فرعون الرسول فأخذناه أخذا مبيلا الآية سورة المزمل الثانية أن الله لا يرضى أن يشرك معه أحد في عبادته لا ملك مقرب ولا نبي مرسل والدليل قوله تعالى وأن المساجد لله فلا تدع مع الله أحدا آية صوت الجن الثالثة أن من عطى الرسول وحد الله 
واحد الله ان ان من عطى رسوله واحد الله لا يجوز له موالات موالات من حاد الله ورسوله من حاد الله ورسوله ولو كان اقرب ولو كان اقرب قريب والدليل قوله تعالى لا تجد قوم يؤمنون بالله واليوم الاخر يوادون من حاد الله ورسوله ولو كان آباءهم أو أبناءهم أو إخوانهم أو عشيرتهم أولئك كتب في قلوبهم الإيمان وأيدهم بروح منه ويدخلهم جنات تجري من تحت الأنهار خالدين فيها أولئك خالدين فيها رضي الله عنهم ورضوا عنه أولئك عند الله ألا إن حزب الله هم المفلحون آية صوت مجادلة أحسنت أحسنت جميلا جميلا ممتاز تفضل شيخ قال الشيخ الإسلام محمد بن عبد الوهاب رحمه الله اعلم رحمك الله أنه يجب علينا تعلم أربع مسائل الأولى العلم ومعرفة الله ومعرفة نبيه ومعرفة دين الإسلام بالأدلة الثانية العمل به الثالثة الدعوة إليه الرابعة الصبر على الأذى فيه قال الشافعي رحمه الله لو ما أنزل الله سجة على خلقه والدليل قوله تعالى بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والعصر إن الإنسان لفي خسر إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات وتواصوا بالحق وتواصوا بالصبر وقال الشافعي رحمه الله لو ما أنزل الله سجة على خلقه إلا هذه السورة لكفتهم وقال وقال البخاري رحمه الله باب العلم قبل باب العلم قبل القول والعمل والدليل قوله تعالى فاعلم انه لا اله الا الله واستغفر لذنبك الايه سوره محمد فبدا بالعلم قبل القول والعمل اعلم رحمك الله انه يجب على كل مسلم ومسلمه تعلم هذه المسائل الثلاثه الاولى أن الله خلقنا والعمل بهن والعمل بهن الأولى أن الله خلقنا ورزقنا ولم يتركنا هملا بل أرسل إلينا رسولا فمن أطاعه دخل الجنة ومن عصاه دخل النار الثانية والدليل والدليل قوله تعالى إنا أرسلنا إليكم رسولا شاهدا عليكم كما أرسلنا إلى فرعون رسولا فعصى فرعون رسولا فأخذناه أخذا مبيلا الثانية أن الله لا يرضى أن يشرك معه أحد في عبادته لا ملك مقرب ولا نبي مرسل والدليل قوله تعالى وأن المساجد لله فلا تدعوا مع الله أحدا الآية سورة المزمل سورة الجن سورة الجن الثالثة آه أن من أن من أطاع الرسول ووحد الله في عبادته لا يجوز له لا يجوز له أن لا يجوز له موالاة من حاد الله ورسوله كما ولو كان ولو كان أقرب قريب والدليل قوله تعالى لا تجد قوما يؤمنون بالله واليوم الآخر يوادون من حاد الله ورسوله ولو كانوا آباءهم أو أبناءهم أو إخوانهم أو عشيرتهم أولئك كتب في قلوبهم الإيمان وأيدهم بروح منه ويدخلهم جنات تجري من تحتها الأنهار خالدين فيها 
رضي الله عنهم ورضوا عنه وذلك حزب الله ألا إن حزب الله هم المفلحون يعلم أرشدك يعلم أرشدك الله بطاعته ما شاء الله حسنت يا أخي فلاكمكم الله جميعا بارك الله فيكم طاية بناتنا وأخواتنا من يريد منكم أن تقرأ فلتقرأ Who from our daughters, our sisters, wants to recite? Let her recite. يشرك معه أحد ما شاء الله ما شاء الله أحسنتي أحسنتي ومن بعدها أيضا
الثانية أن يشرك معه أحد Anyone else from our beloved daughters, our beloved sisters, who wants to be psyched? I'll say it, you say it after me. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Ibrahim. أن الحنيفية ملة إبراهيم أن تعبد الله وحده مخلصا له الدين اعلم أرشدك الله لطاعته أن الحنيفية ملة إبراهيم أن تعبد الله وحده أن تعبد الله وحده مخلصا له الدين وبذلك أمر الله جميع الناس وخلقهم لها كما قال الله تعالى وما خلقت الجن والإنس إلا ليعبدون سورة الذارية ومعنى يعبدون ومعنى يعبدون ومعنى يعبدون يوحدون اعلم أرشدك الله لطاعته أن الحنيفية ملة إبراهيم 
أن تعبد الله وحده مخلصا له الدين وبذلك أمر الله جميع الناس وخلقهم لها كما قال الله تعالى وما خلقت الجن والإنس إلا ليعبدون سورة الذاريات ومعنا يعبدون يوحدون طيب من يترجم كل ذلك who can translate all of that يا اخوان اين مترجمون عندنا we are translators ان شاء الله هذا جميل يا اخوان هذا من فكرتي ان شاء الله تعالى فيما بعد اريدنا ان شاء الله تعالى ان نترجم بعض الكتب سويا للمسجد للرجال والنساء نجمع ونكتب ونترجم كتب العلماء مثلا وبعض كتبنا ان شاء الله كذلك للرجال والنساء. That's one of our goals ان شاء الله يا اخوان once ان شاء الله after رمضان we'll be a little more established ان شاء الله تعالى that we come as a masjid and we start translating as a group some books the brothers the sisters some of the books of the, of the people of knowledge some of our own books we're working on ان شاء الله that we work together That'll be nice, Ikhwan. And this is a book that the brothers and sisters, everyone can write their names, mashallah, participate in, translate in the likes of this book or this commentary, this explanation. Allah Jameel, inshallah ta'ala. Time Aina Matarajimun, who are our translators, Ikhwan. Tfadda. I'lam arshadakallahu li ta'ati. No, may Allah guide you to his obedience. I sense. Shaykh Mayra, أن الحنيفية ملة إبراهيم Hanifiya was the way of life or the religion of Ibrahim. MashaAllah, one of our sisters. أن تعبد الله وحده جميلا جميلا كشمة الله وبذلك أمر الله جميع الناس وبذلك and, oh, uh, and uh, command all the people close who commanded look at the Allah. verb hey, Allah, and command Allah command it and Allah command people all the people to Aye. this Jamila whose turn Tfadal and he created them for that MashaAllah Ta'ala Jamila, one of our sisters. وَمَا خَلَقُتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنْسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ Jamila, one of our second sisters. وَمَعَنَا يَعْبُدُونَ يُوَاحِدُونَ MashaAllah, Santa. Tayyip, intahayna bi safha. If we were working on a book, we just finished one page. Alhamdulillah. Hadha jayad, ya khuan. Write our names, mashallah ta'ala. Just imagine how quick we can get the books out. Alhamdulillah. May Allah bless you all, ya ikhwan. Write this down, ya ikhwan. Kalimatu awrashada. Awalan, first word of today. Awrashada. Awrashada. Awrashada bima'ana dalla. The meaning of Aurashada is to guide, 
First word of tonight. Naktubuha khamsatan ashira marra. We're going to write this word 25 times. Arshada. Kalimatun jadida fi lugatil arabiya. A new word in the Arabic language. Arshada. Arshada. Our sister says, which masjid is this? This is Masjid Salam in Missouri, Kansas City. The brothers say I always get Kansas and Kansas City mixed up. To me, it's one place. Allah, I know. Masjid Salam, Missouri, Kansas City. Tayyip. <laughs> means to guide. What does Aurashada mean? To guide. To guide. Allah. May Allah guide you. Hada am. That's if you want to leave it general. Naqulakum arashadakum Allah. I say to you generally, may Allah guide you all. Ida uridu an ukhassisa hada, fa udifa shay'an ilayhi. If I want to make it specific, I add something to it. Kama fa'al al imam. As the imam said, arashadakallahu li ta'atihi. May Allah guide you to his obedience. May Allah guide you to his obedience. Ta'ib. Write this down. What's the meaning? Skip a line. What's the meaning of worship? What's the meaning of worship? What I want you to write is the meaning of ibadah, worship. From the best definitions, the scholars have many definitions of what is worship. From the best definitions of worship is the meaning that was given to us by the great Imam Shaykh al-Islam Ibn Taymiyyah. He has a beautiful definition of worship. So we're going to write this definition down inshallah. You're going to write the meaning of ibadah. The meaning of ibadah. Ibn Taymiyyah says, Ibn Taymiyyah says, Al ibadatu, Al ibadatu, Ismun jami'un. Al ibadatu, Ismun jami'un. He says, worship is a comprehensive noun. Ismun jami'un. Worship is a comprehensive, detailed noun. Likulli ma yuhibbuhullahu. Likulli ma yuhibbuhullahu. That includes everything Allah loves. That includes everything Allah loves. وَيَرْضَاهُ وَيَرْضَاهُ And is pleased with. مِنَ الْأَقْوَالِ مِنَ الْأَقْوَالِ وَالْأَعْمَالِ الظَّاهِرَةِ وَالْبَاطِنَةِ From speech and actions, that which is apparent and hidden or hidden. Al ibadatu ismun 
Jami'un. Worship is a comprehensive noun. That includes everything Allah loves and everything that Allah is pleased with. From speech and actions. That which is apparent, open, and that which is hidden. Hadha tarifu ibn Taymiyyah. That's the definition of Ibn Taymiyyah. Waman wafaqa ma'a. And those who agree with him. Man yukarriru hadha tarifu. Who can repeat that definition? Tawadhan. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Amana ami al-ibadah qala Ibn Taymiyyah al-ibadatu ismun jami'un bi kulli ma yuhibbu Allahu wa yardahu min al-aqwal wal-a'mal al-dhahirati wal-badin. Ahsant, ahsant. Wa man aida, one of our sisters, tarr uh karriri hadha, repeat that definition. Senti, I senti. Waman Ayla, Father Yashik, Karrir, repeat. Mamana Ibadah, Al Ibadah is Mujami, Bikuli, my Hebrew law, who will law him in a while with Amali, of Bahiros will not. I sent, I sent. Who's that, my ever, Father? An example of some of this or this uh, definition here, ya ikhwan. Like fear. What's the difference between khawf and khashia? You translate in English, مثلاً, each of these words, al-khawf and al-khashia, to fear. Lakin in the Arab, al-farq. In the Arab, al-farq. But to the people of the Arabic language, there's a difference between al-khawf and khashia. How many are there? Let me try. Tawadhan. The khashia is fear with love. Like, it's source of the fear is love like you so the source of the fear is love yeah you love somebody and you just uh, and also uh, you love them yeah and and the, fear, the fear is something you hate from it and fear is something that you hate yeah that's a beautiful answer we're going to add to that something Al-Khashiyah al-Khawf wa Ziyadah. Al-Khawf al-Adhi yubna ala al-Ilm. Khashiyah is Khawf and more. It is Khawf and something extra. It's like that, that nice bread I like at Iftar Town. What's that, Malawa? The square one? The Bur. Hada Khubz Aam. Was the end. 
وهذا يكفي عندما الناس يأكلون كل شيء الحمد لله أنا أحتاج إلى هذا هذا البر وأنا أنا كافي الحمد لله طيب so this bur is bread regular cups and something else it's something extra I don't know what but it's something in that bread يا إخوان it's addictive الله أعلم طيب it's something extra there while the brothers are eating their dinner mashallah all I need is that bread maybe some tea alhamdulillah and I just eat that may Allah bless you so this khashiyah is khawf wa ziyadah it's khawf itself and something more it's khawf that is built upon knowledge falfaruku bayna al-khawf wa al-khashiyah anna al-khashiyah ta khawf yubana ala al-ilmi so what's the difference khashiyah is the same as khawf However, it's the fear that is predicated, built upon knowledge. فمثلاً نمشي في الطريق ثم يخوفنا الكلب. So we're walking. The brothers are taking us around the city. Mashallah. We're walking in the street, and then a dog comes. Oh, 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 oh. ويسير مايرا جريان. And then all of a sudden, Myra starts running. طيب. فهشمة الله هو يقف وهو لا يعلم الدرر من الكلب هو لا يعلم قوة الكلب فلذلك لا يخاف كما مايرا يخاف مايرا يعلم قوة القلب فلذلك بسم الله أعوذ بالله من شيطان الرجيم هو جرى he just took off because هشمة الله he stood there we looked up مايرا's back at the masjid هشمة الله didn't know what this dog can do he doesn't know the strength of a dog. Myra knows that's a pit bull. That will do some damage. So he turned around. He didn't check on nobody else. <laughs> he just was out. Tight. So he knew the harm this dog can do. So he had khashia. He had fear that was built upon knowledge of the dog. We didn't know. We heard the dog, this little dog, who can he hurt? We didn't know the strength of the dog. So we just stood there. So we were afraid, we had the khawf, but we didn't have the knowledge. Our fear was not built upon knowledge. فَهَذَا بَيْنَ الْخَوْفِ وَالْخَشْيَةِ خَشْيَةَ الْخَوْفِ وَزِيَادَةِ خَشْيَةَ الْخَوْفِ الَّذِي يُبْنَى عَلَى الْعِلْمِ وَالْخَوْفِ رُبَّمَ لَا يُبْنَى عَلَى الْعِلْمِ So the difference, ya ikhwan, one tremendous difference, khashiyah is khawf. However, khashiyah is built upon knowledge. It's a fear, not that you're just afraid, no, you know what this thing can do. So this is the khashiyah. فَهَذَا هَذِهِ الصِّفَةِ مَا عِنْدَ كَثِيرٍ مِنْ خَلْقِ اللَّهِ بَلْ فَقَدْ عِنْدَ الْعُلَمَاءِ وَأَهْلِ الْعِلْمِ عِنْدَ الْعُلَمَاءِ وَأَهْلِ الْعِلْمِ So this quality, this specific fear here, Allah didn't give it to everyone. Only those who know Him. Only those that have knowledge of Allah. From the scholars and the imams, and the people of knowledge, they are the ones that have this khashiyah. So their fear is an added fear. It's fear that is built upon love. Our Siddhashi says, worship is a comprehensive detailed noun that includes everything Allah loves and is pleased with from speech and actions, that which is apparent and that which is hidden. And that's correct. Men who said the definition? Ibn Taymiyyah. And this is from the best of definitions, ya ikhwan, of what is worship.
Bunya bil ilmi. So it is the it is the fear. They both mean fear, but there's a difference. Khashia is the khawf yubna al ilm that is built upon knowledge. That is built upon knowledge. Like atawakul, like placing one's dependence. Natawakul alaman. We place our trust upon who? Upon Allah. وهذا مهم يا إخوان that's important. بعض الناس يظنون أن التوكل لغير الله وهذا خطأ. Some of the people, especially of today, we think that placing one's trust, trusting someone, depending on someone, is for other than Allah, and that's incorrect. التوكل لله سبحانه وتعالى إن كنا مؤمنين. If we truly believe in Allah, we place our trust in Allah. كما قال تعالى فليتوكل على الله إن كنتم مؤمنين الآية as Allah تعالى says and place your trust upon Allah if you truly believe قال بعض أهل العلم لا يتوكل على الله إلا المؤمنون some of the scholars of Tafsir they say no one places their trust upon Allah except those who believe except those who believe فالفرق بين التوكل والصدق there's a difference between trusting and believing in. أحيانًا نقول كلمة والعبد يقول أنت لا تتوقع عليا لا هذا خطأ. نقول أنت لا تصدقني. الفرق بين صدقة والتوكل. Sometimes we may say something. For example, somebody says something from creation. Someone else says, "Hey, you don't trust me." You say, "No, you should say you don't believe me." It's a difference between trust and belief. Trust and belief. At-tawakkul ala Allah. You only place your trust upon Allah as the ayah mentions. Fal-yatawakkal ala Allahi or fal-yatawakkalu ala Allahi in kuntum mu'mineen. Place your trust upon Allah if you truly believe. If you truly believe. Ta'i, what's another action of worship, ya ikhwan? Sacrifice. Huh? Sacrifice. Jameelan. Your brother's going to say, you mean getting married? Sacrifice? Masjid Salam, most of the questions are about marriage. Yeah, Ikhwan. Ain't it Shu'ayb? Fi hadhi al-ayam. La'alluhu mashgool. Where's Shu'ayb, buddy, Ikhwan? Haven't seen Shu'ayb in some days. Perhaps he's busy. Uh, we got to visit Huda to see Shu'ayb, inshallah. He's leading the... the <coughs> he does the prayer there. Here, he leads the... Ah, uh, mashallah. So we got to go visit uh, Shu'ayb, inshallah, ya ikhwan. May Allah bless you, ya ikhwan. Okay. Ka as-salah, wa-zakah, wa-siyam, wa-gari dhalik min shura'i'i al-islam. Another example of worship is the salah. Idha al-mar'atu ala haydiha, hal yajuzu laha an tusalli? If a woman is on her menses, is it allowed for her to pray? Hishmatullah says no. Our Sheikh says yes. Ustaz Myra, our yes. sister says dua. Dua, yes. Ma huwa dua? What's dua? Salah. Fi luga, al-salah to be ma'ana dua. In the Arabic language, what does prayer mean? Dua. Prayer means dua. So when you say, can a woman pray on her menses? The answer is yes. She can make dua. She can make dua. Can she make the obligatory salah? What about the nawafil? No. Can she pray tahiyyatul masjid? 
هي دخلت المصلى وهي على الحي هل يجوز لها أن تصلي ركعتي المسجد؟ she comes on the masjid or in the masjid and she's on her mincins is it allowed for her to pray the sunin two raka'ah before she sits down? the answer is no the answer is no likewise the fast how many types of fasting are there? how many types of fasting? طيب الصيام قسمان وإذا شدتم كما قال ابن تيمية خمسة Fasting is of two types and if you wish as ابن تيمية breaks it down in detail he says there are five types but in reality even if you keep breaking his five down you're going to come up with two الصيام له قسمان Fasting has two types الصيام واجب والصيام نافل أو نافلة أو نافل Fasting that's obligatory and fasting that's voluntary. وَصِيَامُ الْوَاجِبِ ثَلَاثَةُ أَقْسَامِ And the fast that's obligatory is another three types. So fasting is two types, obligatory and voluntary. And then you can break the obligatory down into another three types. الصيام يَجِبُ عَلَى الْعَبْدِ فِي الْوَقْتِ وَهَذَا رَمَضَانِ the fast that's obligatory at a certain time. وَصِيَامُ وَاجِبٌ مِنَ الْخَطَأِ وَهَذَا صِيَامُ الْكَفَارَةِ And the fast that's obligatory because a person makes a mistake in Ramadan. He has relations with his wives or she has relations with her husband. مَثَلًا And that's the kafara. فَالصَّهِيحِ لَا يَحْتَاجُ إِلَى الْكَفَارَةِ إِلَّا إِذَا وَقَعْ العبد إذا يجامع العبد زوجته وما يملك ماذا أيديه وما عندنا الملوك الآن يا إخوان so the strongest position is you only make the kafara not for every mistake when you fast no but if you have relations with your wives or the wives with the husband this is the only time you have to expiate your fast طيب or with your right hand possessed. We don't have that nowadays, alhamdulillah. That, those times are gone. My <laughs> brother may say, hey, hey. <laughs> we don't have no right hand possessed? No, we don't have that now yet, Juan. Our sister raised her hand. What if, you break what if you deliberately break your fast? What if you deliberately break your fast? The sister asked a good question, Yaquan. What if you deliberately break your fast? Deliberately. This could be disbelief. It can also be you taking Islam as a joke. And it can also be a sin. It depends upon how did the person break their fast? What do they intend when they're breaking their fast? Are they taking the religion as a joke, as a game? Then that's disbelief. Are they breaking their fast لأنهم لا يرى أن الصيام واجبا Are they breaking their fast because they don't see it's obligatory? Are they breaking their fast because they're ignorant? Are they breaking their fast because they're weak? Are they breaking their fast? It depends. فمثلا هل Are they breaking their fast لأنهم على سفر? Are they breaking their fast because they're on a journey? Is she breaking her fast because her mentors came? Is she breaking her? It depends on why she's breaking her fast. Did he break his fast? Did he break his fast because he thought that the sun set? 
but he wasn't skilled in checking. So he thought it set, it looks like it set, so he broke his fast. Then in reality, he didn't break his fast. The scholars differ on what does that person have to do. Some say he has to make up that whole day, and some say he doesn't have to make up that day because he thought the sun fast and he was doubtful, he didn't know. They differ there. So it depends on why the person broke their fast. If they're taking Islam as a game, and this appears to be disbelief. Does it take them outside of Islam or not? Allah Alam. Are they breaking their fast because they're just weak? I just couldn't take it. That bread, mashallah ta'ala, was calling me. And I couldn't wait for an hour or so. At any rate, that's a good question. It depends. If the person intends to break their fast, they just broke their fast. Even if they keep on fasting, they still broke their fast. Because the Messenger of Allah says, our actions are based upon intentions. And this hadith is narrated by Umar, collected by Bukhari and Muslim. Anyone else? Tfadali. The pregnant woman, that's another good question. It depends on the woman. If the woman is pregnant and she is fasting and she's not afraid that she's not getting enough nutrients, she's not afraid that she's not getting enough vitamins, she's not afraid that she's not getting enough food for the newborn child in her belly, in her womb. Then she can fast. She can still fast. No. Yes, make She can fast. If she stops. She's afraid of the newborn child in her belly. That she's not giving the child enough nutrients, enough vitamins, enough nourishment. She doesn't have to fast. And then after some days, after some days, she makes those days up. No. Fadali. No. If she fears, anytime she has fear, she doesn't fast. And then she calculates, and then she makes those days up. No. وَقَالَ بَعْدُ الْعُلَمَاءِ أَنَّ مِثْلَ هَذَا تَحْتَ الْآيَةِ فِي سُورَةِ الْبَقْرَةِ وَمَنْ كَانَ مِنْكُمْ مَرَضًا أَوْ عَلَى صَفْرٍ فَعِدَّةٌ مِنْ آيَامٍ أُخَرٍ some scholars say the likes of being pregnant and you're afraid fall under this part of the verse and those from amongst you who are sick or on a journey so this is an example of someone that's sick she's pregnant she can't fast she's afraid that i'm not getting enough some women mashallah ta'ala they know their bodies they know they have some skill in what they take in from medical or from from food and nourishments so she's afraid i'm not i'm only eating mashallah ta'ala from this time to this time, I'm afraid I'm not getting enough for the baby. He's taking the little bit I do get. I'm weak. In this aspect here, she can not fast. She's not obliged to fast. And she can make that up at a later date. If a woman is not afraid, she feels, I'm getting enough nourishment, mashallah. I know myself. I know my body medically. I'm getting enough. I have the sohor. That's enough for me. I take my vitamins. And then after iftar, she's not afraid. She's not weak in the likes. This one can continue to fast. Allah Can you have a fast but you can never abstain from shukran? For example, uh, two, Monday the third day plus making up for a fast. 
on a Monday, you can do that. So that person, he fell into something in Ramadan. He has to make up some days. So he makes up those days, for example, on Monday and when, uh, Thursday. Alhamdulillah. That's good. He can have the reward of fast on Mondays and Thursdays, inshallah, and the reward of making up those fasts in Ramadan. If the person owes Allah Ta'ala some days, is it better for them to rush and make those days up? Or should they just take their time and do so? What's better? That you rush. That you rush. Allah Ta'ala says, Surah Al-Imran And rush and hasten to the forgiveness of your Lord. So every action of obedience, every action of goodness, it's better that you rush and do it. You don't have to rush to it, but you rush and do it. مَثَلًا الصَّلَاةِ فَالْإِسْرَاعُ إِلَى الصَّلَاةِ مَكْرُوحًا لَكَنْ نُسْرِعْ لِأَنْ نُسَلِّ لَا نُسْرِعْ إِلَى الصَّلَاةِ الْفَرَقُ بَيْنَ إِلَى وَأَنْ الْإِدَاءَ أَوْ أَنْ أَدَاءَ For example, the prayer. You don't rush to the prayer, that's hated. But you rush to do it. Two different things. You don't rush to it. Some people, they drive real fast. And then they rush into the prayer while they're driving. You say, no, no, don't rush to the prayer. You take your time to the prayer. If you make it, you catch it. If you miss it, you make up what you have missed. It's hated to rush to the prayer. But it's time to pray, rush to pray. But don't rush to the prayer. And don't rush in your salah. Like what happened in the time of Abu Hurairah, in the hadith of Abu Hurairah rather, in the time of the Messenger of Allah, there was a man who rushed in his prayer. He prayed so fast, mashallah. So it's like he didn't pray at all. The proof to that is the Prophet of Allah told him three times, go back and pray. But verily, you did not pray. But he prayed. He prayed. But he didn't get the reward of the prayer. He did the action, but he prayed so fast, he didn't have no khushur. And sometimes you see that. The brothers are so fast. Allahu Akbar, Alhamdulillah, Allah. He's going so fast. How do you follow? Allahu Akbar, Allah, Sami Allah, Sami Allah, Liman Hamid Allah. You might as well just step out the salah. Ya akhi, madha fa'alta anta nuhawil nusalli. Ya akhi, we're trying to pray. What type of prayer? He's going so fast. Sometimes our children, when they stand to pray, he's going so fast, so fast, so fast. He takes his time on the PlayStation, takes his time on the Wii, then it's time to pray. He rushes and rushes and rushes. Naam. Mm. It depends. That's only in the sight of Allah Ta'ala to determine how much of that salah did he get rewarded for? Does he even have a salah? 
Allah, the one that can judge here is Allah. And Nabi Kana Mojudan, Wahu Nabi. The prophets are different. The messengers are different. So they're in front of someone, they see something wrong, they have to correct. If they were wrong, Allah Ta'ala will send down an ayah. So that's different. The prophets and messengers are different. Or the messengers are different. But as for us, we can't really say, you don't get no reward for your prayer. You can't say that. You can say the one who rushes in their salah, their reward is little. Or if you have no khushu' you have no salah, but you can't say specifically, hey, you, sister, I just saw you praying, you have no reward. You can't say that. But you can say rushing in the salah reduces the reward. If you rush in your prayer, this reduces your reward. If you have no khushu', this takes away your salah. No. So you come to the salah, the imam is in the ruku'ah. How do you join the salah? Do you make one takbir and then just join the ruku'ah? Or should you make two? The correct opinion is that you should make two. You have to make the takbir to enter the prayer. And if they're in any position outside of the qiyam. If you catch the salah and they're standing, you just make one. Because they're in the position of standing. But if they're in the ruku' or in the sujood, or tashahud, or ma'ashbaha dhalik, you make two Allahu Akbar. The first one, you're in the salah. That's the ihram. Allahu Akbar. And then you make the other to move. You can't move from position to position unless you make a takbir. This takbir is called takbiratul intiqan. Laysa kula takbiratin sawa. Not every takbir is the same. Ba'da takbirat wajiba. Ba'da takbirat sunnah. Some of the takbirat are obligatory. The first one. Some of the takbirat are sunnah. Everyone after that. So the ones that are intiqaliyya, they are sunnah. And the ones that are ihtiram, then they are obligatory. So you come in. You should make two takbir. The sisters come in. The sisters are in the ruku'ah. So she says, Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. And then she bows. She shouldn't just say, Allahu Akbar. Subhan Rabbil Adeem. She should make two. Allahu Akbar. One, she's in the prayer. Allahu Akbar. This is the ihramiyyah. And then the second one, Allahu Akbar. Now she can move from position to position. And that's the strongest of the two positions of the scholars. Some scholars say no, one is suffice. However, the best is that you say the Allahu Akbar to join the prayer, and then the Allahu Akbar to move from position to position. Wallah alam. Yeah. There's the issue of salah. Let me ask somebody. Yesterday, they have a question from us. And from prayer. Uh. When somebody goes uh, to do uh, is uh, one of those sujuds. But his hand first or his knees? So we're going down into prostration. Do we put your knees down first or your hands? 
العلماء يختلفون. The scholars they differ. قال شيك ابن باز نقدمه الركبتين. شيك ابن باز هو the point of view. You put your knees down first. قال عثمين نصبق اليدين. شيك ابن باز his student says the opposite. You put your hands down first. طيب. الحديث يا إخوان من حديث أبي هريرة. نفس الحديث. The hadith is narrated by Abu Hurairah. لكن المشكلة في بعض الروايات اضطراب اضطراب. ونتعلم عن حديث المطارب إن شاء الله تعالى في درس في بيقونية. In the hadith here, in some of the narrations, some of the reports, it has some اضطراب اضطراب. Where it looks like it's it's not stable. Someone in the narration is making an error. One of the narrators, there's some confusion somewhere. This is called Mutarib. Mutarib. And one of the narrations it mentions as the Messenger of Allah says, the meaning of the hadith, Don't prostrate one of you like how the camel prostrates. But let him place his hands down first. That same hadith has another narration. It says, لا يشجد أحدكم سجود البعير لكن ماذا ليقدم ركبته أو كما قال النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام. Same hadith. Different reports come. Don't let one of you prostrate the prostration of the camel, but let him place his knees down first. Same hadith, but it has different variations of it, different narrations of it. So this is called مطارب. But there's an authentic one that says you place your hands down first. هذا هو صحيح والله عالم. ولكن بعض العلماء يجوزون أن يقدم العبد ركبته قبل يديه الله أعلم. But there are some scholars who hold the point of view that you put your knees down first before your hands. This here is one of the hardest اختلافات of the Salah. Because in the Hadith is one Hadith but it has different reports, different narrations. And this اقتراب makes it difficult. But there is one narration of it and it is authentic. And it says, let him place his hands down first. Ibn Khuzayma has a nice point of view, but his hadith is weak. He says, Rahim Allah Ta'ala, Kunna umiruna an nuqaddima rukbatain. Thumma umiruna an nuqaddima al-yadain. He says, there's a narration that says, we were commanded to place our knees down first. And then after that, we were commanded to place our hands down first. So this would resolve the issue. But that narration is weak. So the strongest opinion, if you see somebody going down on their knees, no problem. But the strongest that you go down on your hands. قَالَ شَيْكُنَا يَحْيَىٰ حَفِيدَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَىٰ عَلَىٰ حَسْبِ الشَّخْصِ إِذَا تَقْدِيمُ رُكْبَتَيْنِ أَيْسَرُ لَكَ فَفْعَلُوا إِذَا تَقْدِيمُ يَدَيْنِ أَيْسَرُ لَكَ فَفْعَلُوا One of our beloved Mashaykh in Yemen, Shaykh Yahya al-Hujuri, he holds the point of view that you do what's easy on you. Some people can go down their knees first, and that's easy for them. Some people can go down on their hands first, and that's easier for them. At any rate, there's no proof of that, but he's going by the narrations that appear to be, you can do both ways. If you look at those reports, to be authentic. The ones that say, put your knees down first, have some da'af. Some scholars say this weakness is not severe, so they accept them. Sheikh Albani accepts those narrations. Uh, likewise, some of the other, Ibn uh, Tirmidhi, similarly. Some scholars say Tirmidhi was mutasahil. Uh, he was lax when it comes to saying the hadith is, is authentic. When it comes to saying the hadith is weak. At any rate, they differ there, ya ikhwan. 
So that's one of the hardest ikhtilafat in the prayer. Because this hadith, it has some ittirab. It's some confusion going on. And it's hard to determine. The strongest opinion is that you go down with your hands first. No. Similarly, a brother asks, When do I put my hand up in tashahwit? When they make the exception, many of the ahnaf, the people who follow Abu Hanifa's madhab, you see them do this. The whole tashahud, they sit until they say, Illallah. When they say, except for Allah, they point their finger out, then they put it back. Al Sahih. The correct opinion is that as soon as you sit down, you don't wait. As soon as you sit and you begin your tashahud, you point your finger. And you don't return your finger back. For those that say you point it and put it back, many people you see that, many madhahib you see that. They point their finger, and then they come across the point, and then they put it back. Some don't point until they get to Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah, and then some point when they say illallah. Some point when they say Ashhadu an la, and then they put it back. If they're truthful and you ask them, "Aina dalil ala hadh rujur or rajiyah?" Where's your proof that you put your finger back? If they're truthful. All I can say is my madhab, my madhab, my sheikh, my sheikh, my wife, my wife, my husband, my husband, my imam, my imam, my masjid, my masjid. That's all I can say. They can't say Allah said. They can't say the Prophet of Allah said. And you find that a lot, yeah, Juan. That's why we teach. Don't be those students of knowledge that, especially the women. Don't be those women, my husband said. Unless you're married to the Prophet of Allah. You brothers, don't be those brothers, my wife said. Unless you're the Prophet of Allah, married to Um Salim, Aisha, they were tremendous in their understanding. Don't be those students of knowledge, my Sheikh said. No, Yaquan. Don't be those students of knowledge, my Imam said. Unless you're given a benefit that's different. My Sheikh said this, my Imam said that, my Methab says this, no problem. But to use it as a proof, that's what we go wrong at, Yaquan. Itikhalhul Methab min al Madahib jais, bisharatan wahid, and la nukalit. Taking a Madhab, I want to be. Uh, follow up Abu Hanifa's madhab. I want to follow Imam Malik's madhab. I want to follow Imam Ahmed's madhab. I want to follow Sufyan Authority's madhab. I want to follow anyone's madhab. That's allowed. That's allowed. Why do we say it's allowed? Who didn't say it's haram? Who didn't say it's haram? Allah. Lord the Prophet. That's allowed. But one condition that you don't blind follow. Many of us follow our madhab and we take the madhab as if he's the Prophet. Whatever this great Imam says, we do it. No, no one gets that type of following except the Messenger Alayhi Salatu Wasalam. It's not like that, ya ikhwan. Many of us, my Imam said, I'm doing whatever my Imam said. That's not Islam. That's not Islam. You have to look at what they're saying. You have to look at the Quran and the Sunnah. Wallahu alam. Naam. You have to what? As you sit down, the strongest opinion from the hadith Ibn Umar, you go back to the hadith, you go back to the hadith. We're not talking about moving it or straightening it. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Inshallah, it's going to take more than 15 minutes. We're not talking about moving it or keeping it straight. That's another ikhtilaf. That's a whole other issue. We're talking about when do you put it out? You guys with me? 
We're not talking about a tahrik or ishara. We're not talking about once I have my finger out, do I keep it still or do I move it? And that's tomorrow. We'll talk about that later. We're talking about jalastu. I just sat down for tashahud. I'm in my tashahud ba'da sujood. Allahu Akbar in the second raka'ah or the third raka'ah or the fourth raka'ah. Third of Maghrib. When do I pick my finger out? Like, the strongest opinion according to the hadith, Ibn Umar, he says, When the Prophet sat down, Ashara, he pointed his finger. So, you're going to hear this Imam, that Imam, that Imam, no problem. That's not our point. What did they say the Prophet did? If they say the Prophet didn't point his finger out until he said, then we'll do that. If they say the Prophet of Allah did not put his finger out until he said, Illallah. Ibn Umar said, Ida qa'ada, when he sat down. And none of the companions that describe the salah say, Raja'aha, he put it back. So if you're in the last raka'ah, your finger's going to stay out until you say, Salaamu Alaikum. Then the prayer's over. But many of us, we stop making dua, we put our finger back. We wait for the Imam. La, make dua, make dua, make dua, make dua, make dua. Until you hear, Assalamu Alaikum. If you're leading the Salah, make dua, make dua, until you say, Assalamu Alaikum. That's the Sunnah. No. Where did what? Tayyip, sometimes the Ikhwan, Ahyanan, Al Ikhtilaf, Kulla Qawlan Lahu Dileen. Ahyanan. Sometimes the scholars, when they differ, they have proofs for what they're saying. Sometimes. Sometimes, لهم حديثاً حديثاً لكن الحديث الذي استدل به هذا القائل ضعيف وفي نظره صحيح وفي غيره ضعيف Sometimes, and this is one of the tricky parts. The scholar has a position. This hadith that he has, he doesn't see it to be weak, but in reality is weak. So to him, he works by it. Other scholars don't work by it. For example, a woman getting married with no guardian. Is that correct or wrong? She gets married, a woman that, uh, she's not a virgin girl. She was married before. Can she get married without her wali? Does she need a wali? The answer is no. The strongest opinion. Does every scholar agree to that? No. The answer is no. Abu Hanifa lahu qawlun. Sufyan al-Thawri lahu qawlun. Lakin ma'anduhum dalil. Abu Hanifa says, Sufyan al-Thawri says, he agrees with Abu Hanifa, that a woman that was already married can get married without a wali. Someone's going to say, hey, but he's an imam. Yes, we love this great imam. He's tremendous. But he still needs proofs. So sometimes the scholars have proofs. Sometimes they don't have proofs. Most times they have proofs. And sometimes they have proofs, but the hadith they're using is weak. Or the hadith he's using, other scholars are showing that the way he's using it is wrong. For example, قَالَ النَّبِيَ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَامِ مِنْ حَدِيثِ عَائِشَةً لَا نِكَاحَ إِلَّا بِوَلِيهِ وَالْحَدِيثِ فِالسُّنِنِ the, the Messenger of Allah, he says, there's no marriage except that the woman has a wali. Abu Hanifa says, in his opinion, this is only talking about the virgin girl. 
So what he understands in this hadith is different than what most of the scholars understand. Most of the scholars say, the Prophet said, la nikaha, la nikaha. They say, the Prophet said, no marriage, no marriage. Abu Hanifa says, I don't see it like that. He says, what I get from the hadith is, this is the virgin girl. An example of this, there are many examples. Reading the Fatiha and the out loud prayer. Does everyone praying recite Al Fatiha or no? So the sister says yes. Everyone praying? Our brother says yes. Everyone? Do all the scholars say that? The answer is no. That's the strongest opinion. Heather and the Jam'a min al-Sahaba, wal-Imam Ahmed, wal-Shafi'i, wal-Ibn Taymiyyah, wal-Ibn Qayyim, wal-Ghayrihim, rahimahumallah. That's most of the companion's position. Everybody has to recite Al-Fatiha. Uh, Imam Ahmed said that, al-Shafi'i said that, Ibn Taymiyyah said that, and other than them said that. But not all the scholars agree. Imam Abu Hanifa says, Laysa ala ahadin al-Fatiha. Abu Hanifa says, no one has to recite Al-Fatiha. And he has another proof. But how he's looking at it is different than how other scholars look at it. He used the hadith and with the man that prayed badly, that the Prophet said, go back and pray three times. The Prophet told this man, The Messenger of Allah said, then recite what's easy for you from the Quran. Abu Hanifa says, what I get there, whatever is easy for you to recite, recite it. Other scholars say, no. That's the intent is Al-Fatiha. You read what's easy for you, meaning Al-Fatiha. Imam Malik has another position. Imam Malik says, only the Imam recites Al-Fatiha. No one else. So, sometimes the scholars differ. Sometimes, most times they have their proofs. Sometimes they differ on the understanding of the proof. And this happens a lot. Allah Ta'ala so you have to look at the adilla, look at the proofs. What is the scholar saying based upon the evidence? You don't stop at this sheikh said, this imam said, this madhab said. You try to look at why they said that. That's knowledge. Our sister says, when you defer about a matter, take that affair back to Allah and His Messenger. If you truly believe in Allah and the last day, in Surah to Nisa. Naam. That's what Allah Ta'ala commanded us. The problem is that we don't do that a lot. And that's why the campaigns were so successful. They do the ayah. If you differ in anything, Allah says, then take it back to Allah and His Messenger. If you believe in Allah and the last day. This is what the campaigns would do. They didn't use each other as proofs. The companions didn't do that. You don't find Abu Bakr using Umar as a proof. Abu Huraira using Ali as a proof. They didn't do that. Someone get the food there. They didn't do that. But we use the scholars a lot of times as proofs. And that's incorrect. We should use the Quran and the Sunnah and what the companions understood. Hada wa sallallahu wa sallam wa barik ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa jazakum lahu khayra wa subhanak lahumu wa bihamdika ashadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaik wa salamu alaikum